forgot to say who's cold opening this one. Fuck. Oh, I was gonna say. We're off the record. Quick. Open. Somebody come up with one. Uh, shit. Audience, can you can you give us a cold open, please, guys? Yeah, let's just guys? pause. Let's just you and me, Amber, pause for like yeah, 10 okay. seconds. Okay, that's totally. One, one, two, three, pause. Give them a shot. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, I love it when they're just silent. So oh, funny. Wonderful. So funny. Wonderful Incredible. audience. Oh my gosh. Give Good it up job for on yourselves. The Tip your waitresses. Oh my god. Local sports teams. Do you guys want to fuck me or anything? Like what? Like can I suck your dick? Can like? Do you want my wife? I'm not married, but I can get married so that you can fuck her. Like do you? That's my tight five. I just get up on stage at Mocha nights and go, <laughs> "Who wants to fuck me?" Huh? This is uh this is this is an old school opening to an episode. All right. Uh welcome everybody. <laughs> this is going to be a good one, huh? Welcome everybody to original podcast Do Not Steal the weekly podcast in which I, Amber Autumn, she her and my co-host Prince Devin, he him. um that yeah, uh take one a concept television show, movie, video game, other intellectual property, uh, a vague concept of an intellectual property, and then we make an original character in that property, um, sometimes with a third additional person, but not this week. Um, uh, and that is the podcast that we do. And you listen to us, and y you think about how cool and funny we are and how much you wish that you could fuck our wives. Um, uh, but again, uh, we are not married. But wanting to fuck our wives is a thing that you would need to think of us as real people and not just voices to want to do. Right, and to right. help you want to plow my wife just a little extra more. <laughs> I hate this bit. We ask questions to make us feel like real people with real wives who you yeah. can have sex with. <laughs> I'm going to cry. <laughs> so... Yeah, Question. it's my t it's <laughs> this week, Amber. For you, I got one. Yeah, go do it. So you come from a big. Oh yeah, we're we forgot to say, this is the Halloween spooktacular. We're in, we're in Halloween month. Oh yeah, baby. yeah, we're in Halloween month. It's Sp spooky episodes. Autumn is falling. Uh, spooky scary skeletons. What is what's what do you want to know about me, Devin? Devin, we've been friends for so long. What else could you possibly want to know about me? So, Amber, you come from a spooky household. I've been to your basement. Yeah, uh, the the basement of the house where I grew up in. Not currently my basement. I do live in California, so we do not have one. What is the Halloween costume you are most proud of? Um. Oh shit. Um. God, I mean, like, I do sort of seem like the kind of person who would have done some, like, grown-up Halloween costumes at some point in my life, does don't I, right? Like, I really have that vibe. And I kind of almost would like to this year. It's funny, my, like, usual Halloween annual ritual is a movie marathon, um, which sounds like a non-costume-based event, but I do always have a bunch of people over for it. Maybe I should do a costume this year. Anyway, um, normally when I'm an adult, I don't actually do costumes for Halloween. Um, uh, I have like a little bit the same story that um, like so many other trans people online have of uh, like, uh, you know, 
wearing a dress on Halloween one year, that time when I was still figuring it out because Halloween gives you a good excuse to do it. Um, uh, but that, like, honestly was not even really a costume. I just was wearing a dress. Um, so, uh, like, before that, like, what? I was, like, a child and my mom would sew stuff for me. And some of that was really cute. I, as a kid, went as a king one year and I had this big purple cloak and a big scepter and I was really happy with that costume, but I think uh, 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 probably the cutest one. I have a twin. I don't know how often that comes up on this podcast. I don't know how public knowledge that is, but I do have a twin, and we did go as ghosts one year, which is such a cliche costume, but also in retrospect, I think is like the cutest one that we ever did. Because, um, I mean, in addition to being sheets, they also had these like black block text letters on the fronts that said boo on them and i don't remember those costumes but i do remember the photos of those costumes and they were cute um uh, that is a childhood experience that i had uh, that was like three answers in one there uh time for you to go excellent that means you have three wives the audience can now want to have sex with <laughs> That was the goal of this all along. Let's see, my go. So, Halloween for me, when I think about costumes, is I look at my closet and I go, what do I have that I could make a costume out of already? And so, I did the Star-Lord, because I already had the jacket and I had the shirt, and I was like, I just need red pants headphones and it's an excuse to finally buy one of the one of the shoot shoot guns i love star lord mm -hmm. so i did that i think the one i'm the most proud of currently is like right after the pandemic i was like fuck it i'm going to a con i'm buying the overhaul mask from my hero academia no one can stop me and so then halloween rolled around and i was like i already have the jacket i just need a boa and I can just be overhaul for Halloween. And then I did that. And I didn't really do anything that year. I just took a few photos in the costume. But I think it's a pretty solid costume. It's the one I'm probably the most proud of. It surprises me not even a little bit that you had enough casual cosplay stuff to do some kind of a fandom cosplay. Just casually. Just on a, on a whim. <clears throat> Very Devon core of you. We successfully Devon Cord and Amber Cord both of these openings and now you can hardcore our wives of of which um I just I just want to point out that Devin only got one wife in that section and I got 3 and this podcast you know it's not a competition is I'm just it's not a competition it's not a competition but I'm fucking winning okay I didn't say I just said it's not a competition I'm fucking she winning. Listen. I'm winning the game of love, and a game of love is what we're talking about because today's the Monster Prom episode. Yeah. Hey. Wow. Good transition. You're so good at those. Oh my god. Um, I've been. I mean, actively trying. Uh, Monster Prom. Wow. All of the fr all of my friends in my college Discord will be so excited to hear about that. Uh, Devin, what the fuck is Monster Prom? Monster Prom is a turn-based dating sim wherein you take on one of four NPC monsters. There's Oz, a.k.a. Yellow, 
all of their names work like that. They have a name that's also a color, and I don't remember most of their names because I really overplay as Oz. But Oz is a boogeyman. He's a black shadow nightmare creature. There's Brian, who is a zombie. There's Vicky, who's a female Frankenstein. There's Red, who is a fire elemental. She has hair that's fire, and she's hot because everyone in the she game is. is hot. And at the start of the game, you pick some stats and you answer some questions, and those let you pick who you'll try be trying to romance throughout the course of the game. And it's a dating sim. You've played one, and I stand by that the power of dating sims isn't so much in the writing, isn't in how good they are. It's what the niche is, and how much you want to have sex with the cast. It's interesting to me that you, like, have names for all of these, like, playable characters, because in my mind, um, and admittedly, I am pretty sure I have played less of this game than you, um, uh, in my mind, uh, they're really sort of barely characters, um, uh, like, they're very much, uh, like, like, like avatars for the player to slip themselves into, right? You pick one of the figureheads, but it's not like, like it's not like they're existing characters with personality traits that come out in the text. Uh, they don't like have a dialogue or anything, really. You just get choices you get to make. Yeah, Oz, Vicky, and the rest. Unless you're doing like the persona, the options you get are kind of the characters. Like, you can know that Yunarakami is not the same as Joker, because most of the options you get for Joker are kind of being a cheeky asshole, and Yunamakari's kind of a weirdo. So, like, you can kind of find that in, like, the art huh. they have. Huh. But, yeah, most of the player characters are just, like, this is the one I, I want to play as, so that I can romance... Polly. And who wouldn't? Um, so the, 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 the concept behind Monster Prom, um, sort of like self-explanatory, right, by the name. Um, you're in high school, and there are all these monsters that are also in high school, and all of the characters are like 18 and 19 and stuff, because, um, like, they kind of do just hand wave it away and, like, lampshade it, and it's actually pretty funny where they're like, they're like, all of these characters are um, above 18, and don't worry about it. Just listen. Just go with it. Um, they're, it's, it's, it's Magic Monster High School. Don't worry about it. Um, but prom is coming up, and you got to find a date to prom. And that's the game, baby. That's it. So this is the part where we talk about it for a bit. Do you want to go? Do you, I go, you go. Who goes? Devin, have you played the Yogg out of curiosity? What is the Yogg? Oh, great. Okay. Um, uh, so I don't expect it to be that relevant during this, um, uh, uh, during the episode, but it would be weird if I didn't mention it. And I'm, and I'm delighted to get to talk about it here. So if you already know about Monster Prom, you'll be delighted to hear about the Yogg. The Yogg is a game that precedes Monster Prom. It's one of, it's, it's a predecessor. Um, and it is mechanically identical. It's the same exact game, but the Yogg is, instead of being a dating sim, it's about um, uh, being in, like, this, like, out-of-time fantasy village. There has just been a catastrophe. There will be a catastrophe again. It is upcoming, and you have to prepare for it and try to be able to rebuild your society. 
Um, uh, and the the mechanic is exactly the same. You have one to four players, um, and each of them take on like one role, and each round, um, one at a time, each player will choose a location to go to. Um, uh, uh, no two players can choose the same location in a round. Um, each location is associated with a certain stat or set of stats. Uh, at each location, you will be presented with a choice, and you'll have to make a choice. Um, uh, and the choices will raise and lower your various stats. And eventually, you want to um, have... I mean, you want better stats in overall, but you especially want to have better stats in... Um, have, have a focused stat pool, and then choose a role for your community that emphasizes the like two stats that you're best in, which is exactly the same as in Monster Prom. Um, one to four players pick avatars. Um, you choose everybody chooses a location every round, and the location is associated with a stat. You make a choice at each look a binary choice at each location, um, and you uh, those modify your stats. And you want a high stat pool, but you also want a stat pool that is focused on like two specific stats. And then you want to ask out a character who cares about those two specific stats, um, right? Like the same mechanical set. Um, uh, but the Yogg came first. And if you love Monster Prom, I just think you should check out the Yogg. They like credit it as like um, like an inspiration and like their favorite game. But um, it's, it's Yogg and Monster Prom, by the way, are both like really, really excellent games to play as like non-local couch co-op like where only one person actually needs to use the controller to play monster prom you can play monster prom um over like twitch if you want to um uh like taking taking requests from people or like choosing a specific commenter to be um uh, each of the other people um anyway that's the yog um that was that was a thing i wanted to get out in this episode all right, and you've also explained how Monster Prom works. And, yeah, I also uh, talked through the mechanics, basically. So, where do I want to take this? So, I know how I want this episode to be structured, but I, we're still in the, like, talking shits about it. So, like, you like the game, right? I do. I like the game. I, I, I think that I know a lot of people who fucking love Monster Prom, and I don't know that I would be excited about playing more than, like, two or three games of Monster Prom in a row. Um, uh, or, like, honestly, if that. Like, they're actually sort of long games. Um, uh, so, I like, you've pro you probably know more. But, yeah, I like it. Before we got into the character creation stuff, I just want to say, the game is so funny. It's a really funny game. Oh, it's so funny. There's... I can't remember the mermaid princess's name, but there's a subplot with her where you're not dating her. It's just one of her servants is trying to kill the monarchy and you have to either assist or prevent that. And it's just an angry French eel. And it's so fucking funny. It's hysterical. Um, it's nonstop one of bits. my favorite endings. I also, to be clear, uh, all of the characters are are evil. Like that's that's one of the main jokes of the game is that every every romanceable character is 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 evil, irredeemable, horrible. Um, is but Scott each of them are evil, irredeemable, evil? horrible. 
Like, Scott may be, like, the exception, actually, now that I'm thinking about it. Um, and I never romance Damien, but he's just kind of... A, no, not Damien. Who's the the hipster da- vampire? I never romanced him because he seems like a tool. Isn't Liam just a tool? Is he evil? I never go for him. Shit, I might have just forgotten about the boys. You probably did. I mean, okay. So, then I will amend my statement stri- slightly to... Um, the vast majority of the romanceable characters are evil. Or, like, at the very least, like, I don't think there are a lot of good options in the game. I think that Scott is probably the only, like, unreservedly good romantic option that you can choose in that game. (laughs) I like this game. It's funny. I'd recommend it. Also, I don't really ever want to play it, and I don't want to date any of the people in a date instead. Oh my god, okay, alright, okay. Let's talk about the characters who are in this game. I like the game. It's funny. Let's talk about the characters. Alright, hold on, hold on, um, hold on. Here's what I want to do. Here's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Could you go to the wiki and have the yep. character list? Because I want to play are you trying to smash or date them and just go through each of the characters in order? That's what I want this section to be. Okay, yeah, cool, great. There are voice actors in this game now? There's been voice actors. Shit, I didn't know that. Yeah, there was a whole... We're gonna edit this part out because I don't feel like relitigating on on air. But there was... Remember Cry, the gamer who added himself as a pedophile? We talked about him in the HK420 episode. He used to voice Oz, and then he outed himself as a pedophile. And they were like, we have to get rid of that! Alright, do we want just, like, the main romanceable characters? Like, the, the big eight, or... Yeah, I'd go with them. Does that include the DLC? Like, is Zoe gonna be there? Yeah. Okay, cool. Then, yeah, I'm good with that, unless you also want to talk about some of the side characters. Um, I just, I have the, the main ones here. Alright, cool, and let's go through them. <laughs> Alright, so. Damien LeVay. Alright, Damien is your angry tiefling who just wants to burn and destroy everything. What are you feeling, Amber? I would not date Damien LeVay, I'm sorry. He he's too much of a uh, he's made out of red flags. <laughs> he lit, and he's red. And he's red. <laughs> he's so much. I I talked to him at lunch, but I don't think I've ever answered questions in a way that really get Damien on my radar. He just wants to burn shit down. He's there, I, and I think him and Brian would have a great time. But I play I, as Oz, so I don't give a shit. I could imagine that I could be into him if I was more into dudes, but I'm not. Sorry, Damien. I'd hang out with him for at least one weekend. That would I think that's as far as I go with Damien. Sorry, yeah, Damien. Agreed. Uh, Liam. I fucking hate Liam. <laughs> I hate Liam. Nothing about Liam works for me, man. He's the hipster guy. He's the vampire. Um, and he's just insufferable. He just seems like an asshole. Would not. Would not smash. Liam's Pass. a fucking tool. Pass and the on better Liam. Version, the better version of Liam is the fucking <laughs> vampire dad from Dream Daddies. <clears throat> Big X. I don't even want to hang out with you, Liam. Get fucked. Sorry if Liam's your favorite. I guess you have bad taste. Uh, Miranda, Miranda Vanderbilt. She's that... she's our resident Medusa of the group. Fucking, 
<laughs> she, she's the only one. No, I'm sorry. Serious. Shit, I got that wrong. Miranda is the mermaid. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I was I about just, to like, say, isn't that the, mermaid? the wrong thing? Miranda's the mermaid. Miranda is the um. Uh, she's a mermaid. She's a princess. Um, and she holds a lot of genocidal values. Really wants to kill um a lot of people in her court, and doesn't really see that as a problem because she's a princess. Oh uh, yeah. Parallels between her and your ex, huh? Uh, uh huh. Stop uh. it! No, I the like, <laughs> like the bad one, like the yes, bad the, one. No, the good one, the good one, Amber. I don't want to do that on. I don't want to do that on air. Um, we we don't gotta. Um. Uh. Yeah. Okay. What, what do you? How do you smash or pass? Smash or pass? I like physically. I don't think that I'm going for the smash. But like, if she if she was feeling me, I'd definitely be like. This could get me a lot of items. <laughs> I could go on like a really cool date if she was feeling this dumb peasant. What about you? Um, uh, I would pass, but I would really want to smash. Um, I would, I would want it so bad. We could, we could do such a good scene where she like wants to kill me. She wouldn't even need to pretend. She would just. It would be so easy. Um, I would, I would. Just absolutely soaked through. Um, just I, <laughs> but I wouldn't do it because she's like maybe the most evil person here, and like the most real world evil. The most like, the most like, she's the. It's oh, oh man, I'm so sorry to bring us back here, Devin. I'm I'm so sorry to bring us back here, but it's a little bit the Abby Shapiro thing. It's like she's the, <laughs> we truly. It's so like long. the. The hottest Nazi you know sort of a problem, where it's like, I wouldn't. Absolutely not. No. Um, I would resist that. I would secretly feel the urge, and then I wouldn't do it. Abby Shapiro's like, you know the meme where it's like, wait, you guys weren't pretending to be horny? That's the one time I relate to that meme where I'm like, wait, this isn't a meme for you guys? Like, <laughs> uh, Polly. Polly Geist. I fucking adore Polly. Polly's great. Polly Polly's so a, goddamn much. She is, a, is a party, party girl yeah. ghost. Yes, she is. So, I would like to have... I, it's like the Damien thing where, like, I'd like to hang out with you for a weekend, and I'm definitely smashing, but I'm not I'm not dating Polly. That's too much for me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I would love to be Polly's friend, because Polly would make me do things that I secretly want to do, but never actually do. Totally. That makes and That you. makes a lot of sense. Polly would ruin my life. I smash, absolutely smash. Um, <laughs> That's the smash, first duel, and it would be a bad idea. And I would have a great time. Like sixty percent of the time when I was doing it, I would be having the best time of my life. And forty percent of the time, I would be dying on my ass. I would be fucking miserable. It would be like the pits of anxiety and despair. Um, but I. Am famously attracted to chaotic women, even when it is famously bad for me. All so right, Polly, I, I think you're the first double smash. Good for you. Uh, everybody would smash Polly. I mean, listen, Polly's so fucking hot. Are you kidding oh, yeah. me? Polly's stupid hot. Polly's, Polly's so hot. They, they draw her stupid hot. Like I like it feels unfair. Like their cartoon, they draw them. They get to draw her with a fake imaginary hourglass figure that no real fucking human person has. It's ridiculous. It's comical. It's not real. Um. Uh. But I. Th uh, but she. Uh, she's. She's. She's hot though. 
she's 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 a she's a honey. I, Polly's like, a fucking hottie. Scott Scott Howell, the werewolf. I Jock love werewolf, Scott. Dumbass himbo. I love Scott so fucking much, and I never romance him because the first time I tried, there was like an option, and it's like I think it was like say Scott to like hurt someone or something, and he goes. I'm a bad boy, and he gets a sad face, and he stopped talking to me, and I was like, I can't play this game anymore. I broke Scott's heart. Voiced by Aaron Hansen, apparently. Yep, that's Aaron. Aaron, child abuse Hansen. Um, uh, I'm not really into men, um, uh, but... Like, like, smash in every other way that matters. Like... Scott is the most genuinely dateable person on this list by a really pretty wide margin. Um, Scott's a wide-eyed puppy, and he just wants everyone to be nice to each other. I love Scott. He's that's great. That's fucking right. Not a single bad thing to say about Scott. So, like, I think this is dual emotional pass? Yeah, or dual... A dual emotional smash is what I meant. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, bam. Good boy. Vera, Vera Oberlin. Vera's um, the only one! Vera is the only Everyone else, leave! Leave the fucking building! I don't give a shit! Leave! Fuck! No! No! No one else! There is only Vera, motherfucker! She is the best! She is definitively best girl! I don't give a fuck! Damn near every time I play this game, I try to romance Vera, and most times I don't successfully do it, and that just makes me want it more! She hates me! I'm not good enough for her! She has so much money, and she's so mean! And I love it! I love her outfits! I love her attitude! I love her hair! I love all of the fan I love Vera. Vera's the best. Fucking smash all day, every day. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck, Amber. Oh my god, I love Vera so much, dog. I was really, really getting ready to end that segment being like, I'm hanging up this phone call, like completely disagreeing, being like, pass, Devin, you're wrong. But then, um, you said, she hates me so much. And I was like, oh, fuck, she does hate me so much. Oh, you're right. Oh, shit. Um... So Vera is the the resident the resident Medusa the you know the Gorgon, for the the pedants out there. Um, uh, she's also the capitalist. That's her particular style of evil. She's the girl boss, and she's out to make money, and that's all she gives a fuck about. And she doesn't give a fuck about you except to turn her nose up at you. Um, like imagine if if Cordelia from Buffy wasn't I actually iconic. Like genuinely, she's just like fucking horrible. Um, uh, and she has the longest legs in the entire world. Um, and I... <sighs> Vera's an absolute goddamn queen. There are two endings where she gives a fuck about you. One, the satanic ritual ending, which has the hottest art in the game, because it's Vera buck naked standing with her back to you, looking back at you like, yeah, I know. I've seen that art. Yeah, that's actually one of the only um, uh, final art. This is one of the only endings I've actually seen of the game. (laughs) Fucking love it. And the mob boss ending where she realizes that it's not just, oh, you're a good asset to me. I actually care about you as a human being. And one of my favorites is like (laughs) all of the fucking mob bosses. One of them who is just a clown because Pennywise, do you get it? (laughs) 
they all show up and try to kill Vera, and it's like, how do you distract them? And the option is just confess your love to Vera in front of everyone, <laughs> and it's so awkward, all the other mob bosses go home. <laughs> Calculister? Calculister Hewlett Packard? Um, the, the resident robot? What He's is fine. Cal's personality? Is it... Trying to be human? Data from Star Trek. I like he's fine. If you're like a robot fucker, like I guess. Yeah, oh, I it have was, the same it was, reaction it, to Cal. It was dual. It was dual smash, right? Just just for the audience's sake. For Vera. Uh, yes, it's a here's, dual smash. Fuck you. <laughs> here's the thing, audience. It didn't matter what Amber says because my enthusiasm was so strong. It was a dual smash. You notice that I'm just, like, smashing on all of the women and being like, all of these women would be bad for me, and I would smash all of them because uh, a horny... Okay, I wouldn't I wouldn't smash Miranda. I would resist that. I wouldn't do it. But I would smash Vera. Being a capitalist uh, isn't uh, evil uh, enough uh, for me uh, to resist uh, it. 100%. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Be mean to me, mommy. Yes. Oh, my it's, God. Truly. So true, bestie. Anyways, robot. He's fine. He's nice. Yeah. He's nice to you. He has a nice yeah. smile. Like, pass, but, like, not, like, in a mean way, just in a way where, like, oh, I didn't, I'm not going to think about you ever again. Yeah, I'd, 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 I'd wave hi to you at the school. I'd be like, oh, hey, that's about it. Um, and then Zoe, um, Zagord, the ruler of the Dark Realms, our resident, like, like, fangirl, uh, eldritch horror, um, shut the fuck up, best girl, best girl, smash, smash, you smash, shut the fuck up, reblog, you agree. This one, this is mine. This is my Vera. Fuck you. Zoe is the best. I love her. I, I would do anything I for her. I would do it. anything for Zoe. <laughs> oh, fucking course. Have you met me, Devin? Have you fucking met me? <laughs> have you fucking it. met me? Have you met me for 20 fucking seconds? <laughs> I fucking knew it. I think the funniest thing about Zoe is like, Zoe's the one Lexi always ends up getting when we play, but like... <laughs> Lexi's not great at the game, so Zoe always says no at the end, and Lexi gets super pissed. But yeah, no, Zoe's, Zoe's great. I love Zoe. She's an enormous influence on my Starstruck Odyssey Dimension 20 OC. We'll talk about that when we start doing the Dimension 20 stuff, but I like Zoe. I'm not smashing. Physically, there's not a lot for me going on, but she's fun to be around. I'd like to be Zoe's friend. Yeah, I... God, it's funny how much I had genuinely not even considered her physical look. She's, like, purple and has, like, a bunch of tentacles and, like, you know, eyes growing in places where they are not supposed to grow and etc. And right? mouths. Oh, um, baby. And mouths. And mouths. And how. Um, Zoe's cute, but, like, not physically my type. I'm also pretty sure Zoe is, like, confirmed trans. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm almost positive. Okay, well, now I'm going to search that. I mean, her name is Zoe. Um... Also, Veer is adopted. That's a fun fact. The cat girl who sells you items, that's her sister. Oh, my God. She deadass is trans. Bam, bam. That's. I thought that was why you were, like, so big. <laughs> no, <laughs> I totally didn't even, like, this is, this is me having this reaction to this character on her merits. Having nothing, like... 
and then learning that she's trans afterwards. Um, yeah, I, so, and I promise I was going to say this before I found that information out. Like I was gearing up to say this. Um, yeah, I, I, I genuinely sort of hadn't considered, uh, how, how much was going on there physically for me. Um, I like her enough personality wise and I am like insufficiently turned off by the tentacles and stuff. Um, that I absolutely would smash physically as well. Like, yeah, oh my god, are, are you kidding me? Of course I will, I will, I will suck whatever kind of a weird, horrifying eldritch appendage you have there. Um, uh, absolutely. I mean, I, I love, I love Zoe. Um, my, um, uh, my ex had a, uh, had a, Zoe has this, like, iconic hoodie that she that she wears that's that's yellow and my ex ordered one for like a like a like a cosplay that she didn't actually end up doing um but then she just had a hoodie but i was the only i was the only one who ever like wore the hoodie i would just like wear it around as like a pj thing when i was like cold at her apartment and needed something to wear um and uh god i should fucking get my own honestly i love zoe so fucking much um <laughs> And also, she does, she seems trans. She seems trans. She just seems like it. Like, her vibe is absolutely trans. I guess hence why I like her so much. She's got the energy. And just real quick, while we're in the Smasher Pass, the Cloud playable NPC from Camp, that is fucking all my type written on it. I love her so goddamn much. The soft boy with the fucking chest tats demon thing. He's my dude type. I'm smashing that. And Witch Coven, like, they just picked out what I find sexy. They just stole that from my brain, and they made her a character. She's so fucking hot. Aren't there three people in the coven? Yes, but there is one specifically who became, like, a playable character. <laughs> oh, weird. Okay. Is it... I mean, I mean, is it the one who is a fat white woman? Is that your? Yes. Yes, Amber. Uh, yeah. Yes. You you still you still hitting that one, Devin? Fuck yeah! Fuck. You could made the devil strong. What do you want from me? <laughs> no, I'm 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 not complaining with you. Fucking, I agree. We both spent all of high school hung up on the same girl. It's different for you. You two are actually dating. Yeah. Uh, ah. Anyway, so we're done with the Smasher Pass part of the characters. So, Amber, now we're at OC creation, right? Yeah, we are. So here's... I want to do this. I want to switch up the formula a little bit. Because roughly, I can kind of already see in my mind's eye the character we collaboratively make in this space. So what I'm more interested in is doing, and you probably haven't listened to this episode because you don't listen to this podcast, and that's fine. You should listen to the Becca episode because that's more about an exploration of who Becca is via making a self-insert OC, and it's a really interesting formula. So what I'd rather do is you and I make self-inserts into monster, make our monster sonas right now 
And then once we do that, talk about what we'd look like, come up with at least three different outfits, seasonal, you know, stuff like that. Talk about the successful ways you would have to woo our characters. Oh, that's a classic question. Yeah, and there was one other thing I wanted to talk about with these characters, but I can't remember at the moment, and maybe I will find out over the course of this. So, yeah, that's how I'd like to make characters in this space. Great getting to know you question, by the way. Um, uh, if you're, like, doing getting to know you questions with someone, is um, if you were a, 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 a romanceable monster prom character, what two stats would be the important ones to raise to be able to romance you? Um, and stats of this game can be, like, um, fun or charm or smarts or, you know, things like that. And you just, like, make up two things. Um, anyway, yeah, that sounds good. Uh, Monster Sonas, how much should I, like, choose um, monsters that aren't already in the game? Because then I would need to, like, run by you to see whether the monster, like, to to see if I can find a monster that they haven't already put in the game. I don't think that's important because this game has gone on for a very long time. And if you go to the art section, it's the, this was a Kickstarter game. And so there's always like the pay $1,200 and get your character in the game. And so the monster manual has been used. Do whatever you want, dog. I'm going to at least try not to overlap with like the main eight people. So I have my monster if you need time to think about yours. Please. Um, I actually, yes, I do need a second to come up with who I would be. Okay, rad. So the Irish call it a Gorhal, I believe. I never pronounced that wrong. It's a headless horseman. But I would do one via Poland. Via Polish vampire. Because shout out to me, I'm Polish. So I love a headless horseman. And that's a little removed enough away to not just be a headless horseman. But my monster prom OC would be holding head in hand like a baseball and having, you know, the little fire thing shooting out of the neck. And that's the monster I'd be riffing. And I think the main outfit would be more how I dress now. So a floral tee, some type of necklace a few rings, shorts, and pants that match. Um, I think they'd look like my Dimension 20 OC thrash, so it's like, okay, I'm not doing full thrash, but it would probably be a purple floral shirt, a white button-up with, like, purple marbling through it, some type of chain, white shorts with a purple line down the side, and then uh, the <laughs> Nike fo Nike 49 low-cut Night of Mischief sneakers that I want so fucking bad. I want those shoes so much and I can never justify buying them. And there would be some purple in the hair because once I dyed my hair purple and it was a great look and I have not done it again since. Yeah, no, I I think it would be weird if a if a if a monster prom sona of you didn't have purple in his hair. It would. It would be weird if that didn't happen. 
I'm still working. It's 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 sort of a shame there's already a mermaid in the main cast because I I think I I sort of long maintained that like the the monster version of me, the cryptid version of me, whatever, um, would be a mermaid who can't swim. Um, <laughs> I think that would that would sort of be my whole deal. I mean, there's nothing stopping you from doing that. Yeah. If you need more time, I can riff a little more. I think the winter outfit would be very classic high school Devin. So that bomber I used to wear everywhere, because God, I'm a bitch for a fur collar. But also, you know, the purple bow tie, the pinstripe white and purple button-up shirt, a gray vest. The beach time outfit is a tank top because I, as the pandemic has rolled on, have become increasingly uncomfortable with my body, and it's a thing I'm working with, so there's a lot of shame there, and I'm dealing with it. It's fine. Devin, I regret to inform you that you are hot. I I will take that. I will try to tell my brain it's true, but we're working on it. I think that I am going to go with um, uh, uh, Queen Bee as my as my 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 monster type. Um, I'm Ooh. going to she like you know basically looks human because they all have to basically look human because they all have to be fuckable. Um, uh, except for the squid boy. I don't know the squid boy. Um, he's just, he's just a green jellyfish in a hat. It's hilarious. That is funny, but my monster Sona needs to be fuckable. Um, if I'm going to be in a monster prom game, I need to be, I need to be the hottest monster prom NPC in this video game for some reason. So basically looks like a human. Some, uh, some like insectoid features, maybe like some extra eyes. That's, I know that's arachnidal. Um, but it's a visual shorthand, uh, leave me alone. And, like, always bees flying around her, um, obeying her every command, right? Uh, Belle's gonna love it. Yeah, right? I I agree. I would have done something similar but snake-themed because that's a little bit more on-brand for me. Um, that's, um, I'm getting the tattoo for it. Probably, actually, after this episode airs, it'll be, like... Like like a like a week after this episode airs, like pretty shortly afterwards, um, uh, of of a snake. Anyway, I am. You have your you had your so fucking ready. Um, I think main outfit. Um, you obviously want to do a yellow and black thing. I think the route that I take that is you go like yellow sundress sort of a deal, very summer vibes, low cut, you know, etc. And then black with like fishnets, um, you know, choker. Like you get some of like black nail polish, black lipstick, some of like the goth, gothy vibes. Um, accessorizing Does the choker on... say queen because queen bee? Yes, absolutely. It says queen, of course. I didn't even think I needed to say that, Devin. Um, uh, and that is what she would look like. Um, I'm thinking about giving her a beehive hairdo, like 60s throwback, but that, like that's almost too obvious to me. Like it's almost overdone. We don't need every bee themed character um, to have a have a beehive hairdo. It's okay. Um, uh, she can just have more or less my hair. 
think I'll put it in like a like a, a a messy bun because that's I think the hairdo that I tend to look cutest in, and that is it. Did I what else? What else? What else did I need? We need the if you would like to make a winter outfit and a beach outfit. Yes, and just a, and just another outfit if you'd like that. The how you romance them. And the other thing I wanted was like a fun quest item because every character has like a fun quest item that foregoes the romance thing, but then you get a new fun story that's unlocked. Can I hear what some other quest items are? <laughs> there's there's the demon tampon. And it basically makes every girl in the game call you a fucking weirdo and you're a loser if you have it. <laughs> there, there's the... Oh, the book that unlocks the demon ritual ending with Vera. There's the <laughs> the crumpled up revolutionary pamphlet that unlocks the fucking angry French eel. There's one that just makes you hang out with like the the pack who are the the football jocks yeah, who yeah. Scott hangs out with. There's one that will like let you date the monster hunter. Those are the ones I remember off the top of my head. And then there are other items that just, like, give you stat boosts and shit. Oh, and we also have to talk about their prom look. We can't make a monster prom game and not talk about their prom look. That's absolutely true. Okay, so I'm just going to throw an idea at you. Mm -hmm. um, Because you said Queen Bee and I immediately had thoughts. So, I'm me, and we all know this. I already said that I'm a slut for a fur collar. But for your winter outfit, would it not make sense for a Queen Bee to have some sort of fur jacket or fur collar thing why would it because bees are fluffy right when you zoom in on the bee they got all that fluff i guess so it's attached to the pollen it just makes sense in my brain the thing is that fur just doesn't actually fit my personal aesthetic like in real life very well um yeah that's why i said you could throw it out oh and if you wanted to we could talk about the the theater room outfit because everyone gets like a theater outfit where they're doing like a dress up cosplay thing (laughs) i'm just getting ready to pitch all my other outfits give me a second (laughs) i'm just remembering things in real time i just remembered because scott's just a tree okay winter outfit black denim jeans top side is like a yellow dyed leather jacket and she is like, the character model is clearly fucking freezing and clearly needs to be dressed warmer than she currently is. And that's, like, part of the bit, is that she's freezing and is still not wearing a winter jacket because um, uh, she just, like, wants the world's temperature to bend to her whims because that's how it is for me in real life in California when I don't wear my fucking coat because I want it to be warm because it's fucking California. Um, perfect. <laughs> fucking no notes. Nailed it. Beach outfit. It's a bikini, right? But it's not. It's just. It's just bees. The bees. The bees are are crawling over the body and forming a bikini. Um. Uh. It's just a layer of bees. Uh. How does that interact with her going in the water? Simple. She does not go in the water. She can't swim. She is a bee. A summer day. <laughs> <laughs> woefully unpopulated by bees. <laughs> woefully underpopulated <laughs> by bees. Oh man, I can't believe we've not made a Doctor Bees joke yet. Good job. Good, well caught. <laughs> Fucking Harry Partridge. Prom outfit. Dress itself. Obviously yellow, glittery, 
extremely slim, extremely slinky, um, very slinky dress, floor length, um, uh, slit in the leg. Um, obviously, you know, your, your various goth accoutrement. Um, on the back, she has, like, ornamental wings, like black bee wings attached to the dress um, as a part of the look. Um, and obviously just like the, the, the blackest eyeshadow you've ever seen in your entire life. Oh, that's good. And I don't have shit for my prom look. Cause it's just, because men's, know, it's just, because men's party wear is more boring than women's. Yeah. It's just a suit. I, at, at the very least, I know that the quietest part of the suit is the shoes. They're just jet black because they want to be the, because when everything else is loud, the thing that will pop is something that's quiet. It's why in my hot Cheeto shirt with brown pants thing, I specifically wear my yellow sneakers because yellow matches with the hot Cheeto, but also it pops very hard against a black shirt. So a fucking a fucking purple suit because I'm me. Probably a button-up shirt that's like something Prince would wear. I definitely know that I'm bringing... I can never remember what they're called, but the type of pin that pins to the collar and has a chain going between the two things. And probably nail polish on that one. I think that's the one where this OC busts out some nail polish. Sure, yeah. Yeah, okay. So, Amber, how do you romance? How do you romance your OC, man? How do you romance your monster Sona? Oh, man, we're out of the part where we're talking about clothes, and now we have to be talking about ourselves. It's time for a self-report. Yeah, I mean, this is tricky because, like, there's, there's like, two things that I could be reporting on here. I could be reporting on the things that will get me attracted to someone in a long-term way that will get me to invest in someone in my life as a, as a friend or as a partner to keep around. Or I could report on the traits that you got to have to get me to, like, notice you, you know? Because those are, like kind of overlapping but they are very distinct i think sets of 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 traits for me at least is that normal is that weird no that makes sense to me i think when romancing me in a dating sim one time i was listening to one-upsmanship and michael swain said i think my love language is sharing media i care about and i went fuck shit paused the podcast and sat down and thought for five minutes and i was like is that my love language so i think to romance me in this game it would be based on like my character gets excited for you to watch this movie or listen to this not the proto men and the narrator points out that it's not the proto men and the options you give are either like you've paid too much and thought too much about it or you haven't and if you picked the one where you haven't my oc is like oh and i make like a mm, sad noise and the narrator's like i think you fucked it up and i think that's how you'd romance me in this game and if we're doing just a hot thing i don't know you show up and you're hot <laughs> but what are your stats Devin? your stats that you care about Ah, oh, fuck. I didn't think about the stats. It's an important part of it. Um, fun and charm, probably. I gotta look up what the stats are. <laughs> I don't remember what all the stats are off the top of my head. 
bold, fun, charm, smarts, money. You need high money if you want Vera to date you, so I always get that fucking bread. So, yeah, I'm going to, for my stats, I'm going to say boldness and charm. Really? I thought you would have went with creativity. I was really, I was thinking about creativity, and I, like, don't get me wrong, I would love to have a partner who is creative and who I can be creative with in the long term. Um, That's definitely, like, a a goal of mine for whatever the next major relationship I end up in is, I don't know, as far as getting a date to the prom, uh, it, it, it is, it is probably like number three on my list. Right. Um, like the moment to moment, like how much are you like, like how much, how charming is the person matters to me? How much do I enjoy being around you? How charismatic are you? How, how much is being around you a pleasant experience? Um, uh, it matters. And then, and then boldness is just like, like, listen, I totally, I'm pretty good at being pretty forward, I think. I have learned to do it. It has served me really well. Um, I have this story. We're just like, I'm going off the rails now. I'm just talking about stories that I've had, but, you know, that's that's why we're doing it. Uh, so this is, um, uh, this is like the cutest thing that I ever did to a person. Uh, uh, this is, this is, this is probably my, my single cutest um uh i had this girl and um uh we had like we'd met through another friend and we had hung out via that friend a couple of times and this is one of those times we were over at her apartment we were all hanging out we all played games for a while at one point it was getting pretty late and our mutual friend um, was like, I'm going to go to bed. You guys can stick around if you want to. Amber, I, Autumn, I know that you are staying overnight. Um, so um, I'm going to be in bed. Um, and I was like, cool. Do you want to stay up and like watch a movie? And so we hung out on the couch and kept watching a movie. And um, the, you know, we were like, you know, we were on a couch watching a bad movie. And we were cuddling a little bit. And it was like... It was, you know, it was in the air. No one had said anything, but there was, like, there was definitely an energy. And I sort of, like, wanted to know, like, I knew exactly what the fuck was happening. And I actually felt like I was totally up to being the one to make the move. Um, but I kind of thought it would be more fun to wait and see if she would. And so I did. I waited. And we got through the whole movie. And we got to the end. And she hadn't said anything. And... So at that point, it was like time to go. And I waited a little more and we were both like, okay, well, she was like, well, I guess, you know, I have a cat at home. I should probably get going. And I was like, yeah, okay, I guess you should. And we both just sat there for another minute, um, kinda, this extremely pregnant pause. And I was like, and it was like, okay, like, like, I guess I should go. And we like did that like little song and dance a few times. And like slowly she made her way up and we got to the door um and then we hugged and we said goodbye and she went out the door and she closed the door behind her and i waited like two seconds and then i opened the door and called after her oh by the way um can i kiss you and that was the that's uh the cutest first kiss story i've ever done anyway god that's so much more than you needed i feel like i'm actually pretty good at being forward when I need to be and you know, being the person to suggest the restaurant to go to. Boy, is it hot when the other person can do it too. When I don't need to be the only person who like is making moves, is expressing things, is like, uh, 
expressing desires and preferences in in life and in the relationship and and god yeah boldness is a huge one for me yes absolutely in that in that sense yes there's more than you needed sorry thank you nice i'm not gonna go with the first thought i had so we'll go with the second one which is i'm not like that at all i have asperger's i never know if anyone's hitting on me there have been so many times in my life where a chick has said something and then we'll walk away and my friends are like dude she was hitting on you i'm like you're nuts she was being nice the one time i ever knew someone hit on me was when i went to our bar and this dude came up to me and he went you are so sexy and I thought, ah, that guy's really nice. And then I ran into him again. He went, you are so cute. Could I get a hug? And I hugged him. And I was like, that guy's so nice. And then I left and I went, I think that man was hitting on me. <laughs> so I've got the joke with Bob where I'm going to get the shirt that says, how no flirt if no touch pee pee. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I never know. Oh, I... Like, I had a moment there where I wanted to be, like, my secret is that I am just hot, and I can assume that people are attracted to me. But, like, Devin, you're also hot. What the fuck are you talking about? I know this is a podcast, just... so people can't see us. Um, uh, <laughs> but for any of you who just, like, only know one of us, we're both hot. Uh... Man, I just assume... Like people are being nice, like other, and it's I th- I think it goes like past just me because I've had other times where dudes were like, "Hey, do you think she's hitting on me?" And I'm like, "I don't know. I think she's just being nice." And they'll talk to me a day later, and like, "No, dude, she was hitting on me. We fucked." And I was like, "Ah, oh, damn, I'm stupid." <laughs> Taylor and I had this conversation once where we were sharing stories and they were like, yeah, I don't like talking about people I flirted with with Devin because his story would be like, one time I made eye contact with a chick and I smiled. And then my story would be like, one time I had sex with three people on a plane and it went on fire. And I was like, yeah, my flirting is trying to make eye contact. How often do you manage to do it? You're an icon, Devin. I am a person who occupies space-time, but I appreciate your compliment. (laughs) I'm working on accepting those. Good for you. Congratulations. I'm proud of you. Now we just need the fun item. item, And then one fun fact apiece? Yeah, that feels good. Um, Alright, I know my quest item. I didn't do it. And you're gonna you're gonna have a reaction to it. So I think <laughs> okay. my quest item is you get me a holiday wrapped thing, and then they open it, and they go, "My God, a VHS! Who uses that anymore?" And it's clearly not Rankin Bass's The Hobbit. <laughs> okay. See, um, uh, the thing is that I. Um, the thing is that I was going to go for, like, a, a, a physical media thing um, about how I love physical media. So, um, this is great because it actually means that my quest item gets to riff on your quest item. Um, because for mine, I think that you need, like, like a, a, like a special 
ultra hyper rare edition only only 12 ever printed in the entire world of um something that is clearly not the blu-ray uh, that's wink wink definitely not blu-ray edition of peter jackson's the lord of the rings extended edition <laughs> Hold on, I just had an idea. If if it's two players and they both like successfully fail to not date us, like one of the closing bits is just like us watching Lord of the Rings. <laughs> you get like a special achievement. Couldn't bang the nerds. <laughs> the nerds were too hot for you. Sorry. I know you can't tell because my voice is fucked this week, but um. But we are incredibly foxy. I have tits now and everything, so. She does. She do. I think, I believe that the first episode that we recorded after I got the breast dog is coming out after Halloween. So I think that since the Halloween episodes are skipping the queue, this is the first one um, in in real world time, in audience timeline, um, uh, in which I in which I have surgically altered breasts. Fawn, big fat honking chest beavers. Dog. That is, How does that's it feel? the medical term. Sorry, I was being a little colloquial there. Um, Fawn, meaty gams. <laughs> meaty yams, as I often call them. Uh, one fun fact a piece about our monster prom sonas. There's a recurring bit where the narrator is like, like if you do everything right, the narrator's like, Devin cannot tell if you are flirting on him and assumes you are nice. And so when you finally ask out in prom, there's like a big dot 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 does math <laughs> like sees math floating and i'm like oh oh yeah that sounds sick dude hell That's yeah nice callback to earlier in this episode i did it so okay if it's one fun fact a piece do i also have to do a fun fact for yours i didn't think so okay i'm just i'm just making sure because that would be like strange right because it's a self-insert yeah i think so okay fuck it i think there's a whole running bit with my character um where she's really into snakes and anytime it comes up, you're like, aren't you the bee girl? Um, shouldn't Vera be the one to the snakes? And she's like, I don't know what to tell you, man. Vera has the snake hair. I got the bee powers. These are the hands we were dealt. I just like snakes. I just, I just like them. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> don't judge me. I, I have hobbies. My bees are up here, points to the fucking three eyes. All right, ladies, germs, thems, theys, and gays, or whatever the thing you're supposed to say is, all that PC culture, Everybody, that feels Every pony, sorry, like that's the politically, the, the politically correct term is every pony. Oh, God, yeah, yeah we're doing a My Little Pony episode, I can't God, wait for that. God, someday, not soon, Don't. that's not a tease for next week, don't worry. It's a tease for next it's week, not. I read the Sombra origin comic just for next Stop week, it. everybody. This has been Original Podcast Do Not Steal. My name has been Amber Autumn. And my name is Prince Our Devin. theme music has been Kyle Alicia, um, who you can find at therealragnarok.bandcamp.com. The theme music may or may not be playing over us right now, depending on how much longer we take to fade out. Um, join us next week. It might even be specially spooky themed. That's a thing I talked with Kyle oh. about, and if not, egg on my face <laughs> right now. Join us next week when Devin tries to get us to talk about professional wrestling, but instead we talk about the Scream movies. Uh, 
Oh, you think I can't get us to talk about professional wrestling when we're talking about the screen I movies? I think that you can get us to talk about professional wrestling any fucking time you want to, Devin. You're, uh, you, you can do anything you want to. I believe in you. I have the easiest in, and I can't fucking wait. Join us then, everyone! Um, uh... Okay. Draw these characters! I can't sign out yet. You haven't done your catchphrase. I'm trapped in limbo. Oh, fuck! I completely forgot about it. I completely forgot about it. Just like my one and only waifu in this game, Vera, is a greedy, dirty capitalist, and I will absolutely lick her feet if she wants me to. Uh, lick my feet by supporting my quest to monetize our friendship. That's right. Support us on Patreon in order to lick our feet. That's the messaging we're going with here. And then fuck our wives. And on that note, uh, goodbye. That's the fucking $15 pledge. You get to fuck my wife. <laughs>